This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Today, we're going to cover the four benefits of investing in real estate. So as you're analyzing investment deals, either a new deal or your current deals, I think it's really important to look at the four different benefits that can come from that. So what happens is when people analyze deals, a lot of times we'll see them stop their analysis when they get to one of the benefits of the real estate, one of these key pieces that we'll talk about. But we want you to look at all the different components, all the different aspects of it to really determine if it's a good investment, your current or potential new investments. So these four things, the first one is the cash flow benefit of real estate. So if you take your top line income in, in real estate, let's say you have annual income of, we'll just go with simple numbers. You've got $10,000 of income for that property. And let's say you've got $5,000 of expenses during the year for that property, your cash flow benefit. Well, in, in this example, the cash flow, uh, the cash flow calculation comes after your debt service. So you take top line income, take out your typical operating expenses, and subtract out your debt service, your monthly mortgage payment you're paying on it. Then you'll get to your cash flow for the property. Whatever that cash flow is in that last example, ten thousand dollars minus five thousand dollars of say utilities, repairs, uh, and your mortgage payments, you get to a net cash flow of $5,000. So that's benefit number one. Benefit number two is the appreciation. So that's the appreciation of the property itself. So this is, there's a little bit of a, a unique way to calculate this that I want you to, I want you to look at. So this appreciation, obviously when you buy a property, let's go with this $100,000 property. When you buy a $100,000 property, that appreciates at the full $100,000. So let's say if it goes up 5%, the appreciation went up by $5,000, right? So $100,000, it went up 5%. Now it's worth $105,000. But I want you to I want you to consider this. Let's say you bought that property with 25% down. So you have $25,000 into the property. The property goes up and you have a loan for $75,000 of course. The property goes up from $100,000 to $105,000. So the appreciation is the same, whether you bought it for cash or with a loan, it appreciated by $5,000. But you only have $25,000 in the deal. So we're calculating this return on your investment based on the amount of equity, about the amount of money that you have in the deal. So now when we calculate that appreciation percentage, your rate of return on appreciation specifically, that 5% is not a ratio of the $100,000 value of the property. It's a ratio of the money that you have in it. So you take $5,000 divided by $25,000. So that's a return on your equity, return on the money you've got in there. It's actually a 20% return because you put 25% down and you got appreciation on the loan that's in there, but your loan balance didn't go up you were able to get appreciation on what the bank loaned you on. So that return in that example, if a property goes up 5%, your return is actually a 20% return each year. If it goes up 5% every year, it would be uh, calculated out as a 20% return. 
Okay. The th- we did number one, which was the cash flow benefit. Number two is the appreciation benefit. And you remember that unique way to calculate it based on your leverage. And number three is the amortization benefit. And what that means is the amortization is like the payment schedule of your loan. As you're getting this cash flow, you've got to remember you are it the your cash flow is reduced by the debt service. And so someone else through the cash flow, through the net income, your tenants are paying down your debt service. And that that uh, return on that investment is not taken into account in the cash flow because as your debt service is getting paid down, you're building up more and more equity in that property. Because say you pay down $10,000 of debt service in a year, instead of owing $75,000 on this $100,000 property, now you owe $65,000. So your equity just grew by $10,000. So the amortization, this third one is the debt service as it's paid down, you're getting that benefit. You're just not getting it in an immediate cash flow, cash flow benefit. But down the road, a lot of times we see with our real estate investors, this is what I do. I will refinance some of these loans and pull some of that cash out. As you build up enough equity, if you go, whoa, I've got this $100,000 property, uh, my loan balance is only $50,000. I might want to pull out $25,000 to get that debt to equity up to 75%. And then I could take that $25,000 and go do something else with it. So we've talked about cash flow, appreciation, the amortization, the loan pay down. And then the fourth one, which is my favorite, this is the tax benefits that comes with, with real estate. There's two, two parts of the tax benefits that I want to talk about right now in 2022. One of the biggest opportunities we have for saving on taxes, especially with real estate, is cost segregations and bonus depreciation. It's that accelerated depreciation you may, you may have heard about. If you bought that $100,000 property, you do a cost segregation on it, there's likely some bonus depreciation in there that we could take that could equate to about 30% of that property. So if you bought that $100,000 property, you might have a first year deduction of $30,000. So depending on your tax bracket, if you're in a, say a 25% combined tax bracket and you get a $30,000 additional deduction, that's a, what is that? A $7,500 decrease in your taxes or increase in your refund. And that $7,500 of tax savings can be calculated into a return on investment based on your down payment. So if we have $7,500 of increased tax benefit, we take $7,500 divided by $25,000, $25, that is what your original down payment was. That's a 30% return. You got 30% of your down payment back in tax benefits in the first year. So I, I haven't added up these, these specific numbers and these examples I've given, but if you take 30%, you add it to your cash flow benefit, whatever that was, that percentage, you take your appreciation percentage you might be getting up to a 30, 40, 50% return on your investment in that first year, which is a really good rate of return, in my opinion. The other part of the tax benefits I mentioned, there's two. There's the accelerated piece, which we typically like to do in the first year, or as soon as we determine there's an opportunity there, we accelerate the, the depreciation benefits. The other piece of it is just the every year depreciation expense that you get on these properties. Residential real estate, you've got to write it off over 27 and a half years which means that on that $100,000 property, we're going to have some allocated to land. There's usually land on this, like for the real estate, of course. The land is not depreciable. We don't take deductions on that. 
let's say on the remaining part of the building, after we take out the cost segregation piece, you might have about, let's say 60% of that $100,000 you're going to write, which is 60 grand. You're going to write that off over 27 and a half years. That's about a $2,000 just annual deduction you get. And it's not an out-of-pocket expense. It's not a it's not a cash expense you need to pay for. It's just a calculation done on the tax return. So there's accelerated depreciation, and then there's that typical just ongoing depreciation. And that's where when we're comparing, say, uh, stock investments or investments uh, where they're kicking off annual income, and when you have to pay tax on that annual income, that's where that the adjusted rate of return because of the tax implications it brings down that that rate of return on that investment. But real estate, there's typically some, some deductions that can offset the income there. So there's the four benefits of real estate. Number one was cash flow. Number two was the appreciation that you get on the property. Number three is the amortization or the loan pay down that you get on these properties. And number four, that's the tax benefits, the depreciation calculations, the depreciation deductions we can get on the property. Hope that helps to help you keep more of your wealth and continue to grow your wealth by, by implementing these tax strategies. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. 